This episode of Chicago's Bravest Story is brought to you by Sports and Orthol. God dang it. This episode of Chicago's Bravest Story is brought to you by Sports and Ortho Physical Therapy. And Sports and Ortho is a physical therapy and uh, sports medicine clinic where you can go get direct access to uh, physical therapists and and a primary physician actually they have over there too. Um, well, they're privately owned. They're not some goofy corporation. And I can speak for experience that the ownership, uh, Dahlia, especially of Sports and Ortho, uh, amazing generosity for us and our department and departments. Uh, Seeking out help too, uh, right? It's just her generosity is unbelievable. And I know they're big on they're big on one on one appointments. You know, they're they're huge where you're not just going to go in and um, and meet with a random person or meet with a group of people like yeah. it's. Dahlia said that ninety percent of her clientele are CFD CPD. So she understands the process. You don't need a doctor's note to use them. It's covered under our city policy. You can request them if you're being sent to physical therapy and you wanna go uh, to Sports and Ortho. There's always one by any one of our houses uh, for city employees. There's numerous locations everywhere. So there's always gonna be one close to you. Yeah, they're all around the Chicago land area. Yeah, so give them a call or visit them at sportsandortho.net and uh, they'll they'll get you fixed up. Yep, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So far, so good. All right. Well, we're back from our break. And before we get started, we wanted to, uh, because we actually have one of uh, member. the member of our sponsor, the Frontline Team here. Uh, our guest today is actually a member of the Frontline Team. Yeah. Uh, I, have, I have won the most fights out of all of them. <laughs> I mean, probably among all of them combined. <laughs> Amongst most, you know, mortgage bankers. So, right. And that's the thing. If you're looking at a mortgage banker that's going to have your back so right. hard. Yeah. Right. If you're going to go out, get drunk, and go to a biker bar, the frontline team is. They got your back, they, pal. They got your back. Yeah. 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 I, um, I will fight a listing agent. <laughs> Obviously, physically, he's me. He's right, me. Right. right. Oh, I meant your email. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. Oh, yeah. Email too. Email too is kind of aggressive, also. <laughs> but we've we've talked about these guys, the work ethic of the frontline team. They're all veterans, first responders. Yeah. Uh, like they're all they're all one of us, and um, I mean. Joe, if you don't mind, while we got you, like, why? So if I'm just listening to this podcast, like, why Why does anyone contact the frontline team? What What does the frontline team do? So we take care of, like, first responders, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, it's not our forte, right. you know? So we're just so trusted people you could deal with, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, unless say, so you're, like, a firehouse. To get a mortgage. Yeah. Yeah. You just reach out, and we're firemen, too. Yeah. You know? And so we're in the trust circle. That's it. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's not much more than that. I'm like, you need somebody you can trust. Yeah. 
And I mean, unless you're a firehouse mortgage banker like me, right? You know, it's like, <laughs> for example, you, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> unless you spent your downtime the last like ten years looking at mortgage banking, you know, like you should probably hiss up. <laughs> you might not be incompetent. Yeah, and that's just well, it. Like, and there's nothing wrong with it, but you should just work with people you know. But right. for me, I, I'm more comfortable. You know, we use that term having a guy. I'm more comfortable with somebody who understands what, like, my financial situation, 100%. my needs, and somebody who, who knows what I'm going through. Oh, Joey thanks. Matthew's hard at work with yeah. that. Yeah, I'm going to get that tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, and again, like, and, and going along with that, like, obviously these guys, I'm I'm going to put these guys out of them because I love to do it. Um, but, like. Should we call them right now? Understand oh, so badly I want to call. Let's do it. Um, Hang on. Let's do a speakerphone. So, but but yeah. while we're working this out, like understand that like <laughs> these guys that they they will help you navigate the mortgage, but like uh, navigate getting a mortgage and um and the ins and outs of of the home purchase. But like, don't forget too that like Joe's our guy, Josh is our guy, Joey Matthews is our guy, and so like even if there's something as simple as like, I mean, Joe, I'm buying a house right now. And, um, I'm not sure if I want to hire a lawyer or I'm not sure, um, what, like, what does a home inspector do? Like, yeah, Joe's I mean, the, the guy who, when I talk to him, he'll, he'll tell me how, how to navigate this. The reality like, of it is if you want to shop me with somebody else, I'm still going to help you out. Right. Like and, as a fireman, like no joke. Like yeah. I, I hope it doesn't go that way. Right. But if you call me, okay, Joe, I'm working with this other dude from wherever yeah like i'm still gonna give you solid advice well we we've, that's just it. Like, we've we're used all, the name a- josh and joey a bunch of times to refer to the frontline team but there's guys out there matt steve joey O, that's which me. is you yeah. <laughs> michael dante ivan ben and tom is tom still I, there's no, a little caveat with now. tom but yeah, tom, left. tom tom deserves some credit too so we're going to Give Tom a little props here too. But. A little Ivan plug. Yeah. Ivan was my uh, squad leader in Iraq. No kidding. Yeah, really. So he was tasked with policing me. Wow, huh. Ivan, one of the toughest tasks he's probably ever had. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> well, but if you're listening to this podcast, call Joey O. Give Joey O a bone. You know. Yeah. 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 That was great. <laughs> All right. Uh, with a little editing, that might be a good commercial. It might be. So, yeah. but that's the kind of guy Joe is. Yeah. So, um, so bring it back to other Joe, Joe Yo. So let's let's bring it back to let's bring it back to Firehouse. Let's Pat. bring it back to 2010. Let's talk about the the what's been taught it has the bomb scare of 2010. <laughs> The big blue island island bomb scare of 2010. Uh, Tell us about that one, because by my understanding, this is a really big event. Yeah, no, so someone on a bus stop said there's going to be a bomb, like, the next day. You know, so we come on shift, and there's, like, a suspicion. They gave you a heads up of a bomb. They wrote it on the wall. like Oh, of, of like, the... the, What's it called? The vestibule or whatever? Yeah. So they're like... They wrote there's going to be a bomb tomorrow? No joke. Oh, really? So I, I come on shift, cops yeah. call us, and they're like, hey, there's a suspicious package here. There's like a suitcase. Oh, know? actually at the vestibule? Yeah. No Like kidding. the next day. Yeah, yeah. And so my lieutenant time, he's like, hey, uh, what do you think we should do with this? You were in Iraq. 
You know, and I'm like, I think, <laughs> you're bomb guy from way back, Joe. What? <laughs> no joke. <laughs> really? And you know, so back to what I was saying, I'm like, you know, like cowboy shit. I don't work outside my pay grade. You know, like you ask me what I want to do. I'm going to tell you what I want to do, you know? And if he's listening, I'm sorry, you know, cause in Iraq, he's not, he might. He might. Oh, yeah. So in, in, in reality, in Iraq, we would call like EOD. Sure. Come deal with it. But I'm like, I think I should cut it open. You know, like, you did not say that. That was your plan. Yeah, I'm like, let me cut it open. I'll see what's going on. And sure. then they're like, what well, if it's a mercury switch? I'm like, I doubt it's a mercury switch. Who is firing out mercury switch terminology? This, to this you? is a true story. Yeah. In, in Blue Island. In Blue Island. So there's three of us on the engine. Okay. And, and so. So you guys, you guys just got uh, called on the house phone or whatever about it, and, and you guys no, responded they to, to it. They towed it out. They towed you out. Yeah, the cops for a suspicious are, package. Cops are sitting back like two hundred meters. Obviously, and we're up there in our engine. Yeah, They're like I say, we de- these other guys. Yeah, like I say, we deck on it. Just in case it's a mercury switch. And I'm like, I don't think it's mercury switch. Can we, for the idiot here, can we explain what a mercury switch is? I don't even know. So a mercury switch. It's liquid. Yeah, so if it rolls, if you tamper with it, it'll 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 make the contact. So for the record, I've never seen one in Iraq. Like, it's like (laughs) not something that happens. (laughs) It wasn't a thing. (laughs) Like James Bond shit, you know? Right. Um, So you show up and you're, you're are you a lieutenant this time? Hell no. (laughs) I'm a junior fireman. (laughs) You know, so... so Calling shot. No, the lieutenant asked me, he's like, realistically, what would you do in Iraq? And I'm like, I did lie. You know, I'm like, I would cut open. (laughs) I would just see what's in there. If there's wires, then we call the box Your your curiosity outweighed your sensibility on this one. I was one. back to that pit bull thing, man. Like, yeah. you let me go, I'll just I, do whatever I'm I got to do. I'm trying man. to be the voice of reason here, but I want to be the guy who want. I am I feel like I want to cut it open, too. I'm just a peacock, man. You got to <laughs> let me fly. All right? Yeah. I say we aim for the bushes. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> so I did disagree with the deck on thing, but, you know, I'm still a junior guy. I'm sure, like, sure. I'm like, whatever. I'm so out, you're trying I'm to humble yourself in this yeah, situation. Yeah, I'm outweighed, so I deck on it. And oh, yeah? The, the That's wall. the play, huh? Yeah, and nothing okay. happened. I'm like, all right. Not a mercury switch. <laughs> no mercury switch. We've We're ruled out go. mercury switches. Yeah. A, uh... So they let me go. I'm cutting it. You know, like. Oh, I, so, yeah, so they're like, okay, obviously. Now it's go time. Plan two is to go at it right. with a knife. <laughs> yeah, my pocket knife. You know, right. it's pretty sharp. Dude, I, obviously it's going to be yeah. pretty sharp. So I'm cutting it open. Where are these guys at? Behind the engine. So that's part of the story. Oh, yeah. No. So I turn around as I'm cutting. I'm like, dudes, like, if this blows up, we're all going to die. And they're right behind me. Uh-huh. You know, so I'm like, you guys, like, back up a little bit, you yeah. know? Like, because now I'm getting nervous. Cause now they let me cut it, you know? Because so you threw out this ridiculous plan that they bit down. <laughs> which I never thought they would. You know, and if this guy listens to it, he's going to be mad. Like, Dude, I thought that's what you would do. You, you told know? me to do it. Yeah. It was an order. <laughs> So I'm cutting it open, and inside the bag is another bag. And then I start actually getting nervous. Because at this point, I'm like, this can't be a bomb. You what know? kind of bag? It's a suitcase. It's like a big suitcase. Oh, like another suitcase is inside. Oh, yeah. no kidding. Yeah, so then I actually start getting nervous. I'm yeah. like, so as I'm sitting there, I'm like trying to think what I should do. The actual chief pulls up behind me. He's like, what the fuck <laughs> are you guys doing? That's so fair. he heard the call. Yeah. And he comes in, I'm cutting it with a knife, like knelt down, you know. He's like, what are you guys doing? 
Like, don't worry, Chief. We already hit it with the deck gun. To be fair, <laughs> to be fair, we're all good. Like any good chief should do. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I mean, this is the nineteen seventies, two thousand ten. You know what I mean? It was three years ago. <laughs> so he's like, he's like, get out of there, you know. So he backs us up and like. We're kind of a little pissed. And you, like, you're I was through like, dude, one I'm, of two bags. Yeah, I'm like, dude, I was about to disarm that bomb. You know? <laughs> so he backs us up. Cook County Bomb Squad comes in. That's what we didn't want. You know, like, we're going to be there sure. for three hours now. You That's know? like yeah. having somebody take your line, Joey. You should have just, what was that, Chief? I can't hear you. Just keep <laughs> I mean, for the mm-hmm. record, if we catch that today, I'm like, you guys aren't touching that. Yeah, no, it's not happening. Our bomb, our bomb. Yeah, obviously. No, I mean like Cook County bomb squad's coming in. Right, we're not touching it. Sensible Joe's here though. Now, yeah, I want to hear about unsensible Joe. So you're through one of two packages in this package. Yeah, bomb squad shows up after the chief, and I at that point I'm actually glad he did because I actually got nervous. I'm like, all right, I might actually blow up right now. (laughs) So what happened? So they backed us up and like they X-rayed it and. They honestly couldn't tell if it was a device or not. And they, really? Yeah, they blew it up. No kidding. Yeah, so it wasn't a device. So I'm like, I was right all along. Just, did, just they, let me go. did they hit it with the shotgun? No. They uh, surround whatever they do. You know. Oh, like, they actually use explosives. You, yeah, so they wow. they do whatever they do to try and like visualize it. And then um, they couldn't tell what it was. No kidding. Couldn't tell if it was explosive or not, so they blew it up in place. Those guys should have just been like, send the guy back out there with the pocket knife. Yeah. We can't yeah. figure out what this is. We would have saved three hours. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, it was just a puppy. No big deal. So, dude, so uh, where are the boys at? Where were they, the guys at? At that time, we were all backed up. You know? Oh, like, yeah? Now we're, we got. What was so, the story we, with them? They were just busting your balls yeah, behind no, your back? No, or? we just got like a new memo. You know, oh. it's like if there's any more bombs, you just can't cut them open. Don't, cut, don't cut through yeah. the second of two packages. <laughs> <inside> <laughs> yeah. No, we got a memo for oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, Hopefully you got that memo laying around somewhere. <laughs> well, no? Oh. Well, Joe, I know that uh, we had told a couple stories, and you were kind of the focal point of them. But you wanted to also mention the fact that, you know, I think we take it for granted that we know that you weren't, I mean, maybe not when you first came on, but most of the stories that you told, you had good people behind you. 100%. And this was a, a, a 100% a team effort. And that, you know, everything for you, when we're talking off the air, goes back to the basics. It goes back to the bread and butter firefighting, stretching a line, throwing a ladder, you know, doing a search and all that. So, you know, that seemed like something that's very important to you now that you've moved up in the ranks of your department that you want to, you know, kind of let the guys who are younger in their career to not forget about. Yeah, for sure. I, so, I, I'm not a specialty guy, you know. Like, you try and stick to the bread and butter. That's it, man. You know, I those guys, I do appreciate them, but I'm going to rely on them when we catch that special situation. Like yeah. a bomb. Well, other than <laughs> For that, instance. <laughs> no, like hazmat, dive, yeah. whatever. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah. going to call on the right guys. Yeah. But, like, the bread and butter is where it's at, you know. To me, this is my opinion. You know, so I try and train these dudes to be able to do that. You know, it's through like muscle memory, pulling lines, you know, because if you could do the fundamentals, like when you catch something that's crazy and there's somebody you got to grab, you're going to grab them, you right. know, because the fundamentals you're doing 
automatically. Yeah, it's muscle know? memory. Yeah. 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 So um relative to so as the what's your position right now? So I just got promoted to battalion chief. Congratulations, pal. Thanks. Yeah. Congratulations, Joey. Are you yeah. are you a buggy guy or are you Yeah, uh, are you I went I went to the dark side. Oh, that's all right, dude. So Yeah, it's kind of uh, weird. I mean, uh, I like it as, I mean, I have to go, but are you um so is it fair to assume that you're a shift commander at this point? Yeah, pretty chief? much, yeah. Okay. And so you do a regular shift, Joey, or are you a yeah. five guy? No. Re- regular shift. shift guy? Yeah, shift. So, so fortunate. Are you who's responsible for training on your shift? So the it's lieutenant. gonna be a lieutenant still. Okay. Yep. So what do you um so you're going back to shift. Next day you go back to work. What's what's a standard Joe Olson drill? Corey, if you can put your drink down for one second, I want to tell everybody that this episode of Chicago's Bravest Stories is brought to you by Chicagoland 1-800-BOARD-UP. Chicagoland 1-800-BOARD-UP. Two questions are likely to be asked in rapid succession when a building is damaged by a storm, flood, or other natural disasters. How bad is the damage, and how can I secure the building? Well, there's actually three questions. Is the beer cold? Is the beer cold? And... (laughs) How can we provide this beer to the victim? How, how do we keep with proper the assistance? Beer cold? <laughs> um, you guys have seen the logo out there. You guys know. I mean, what's everyone seen this this Dalmatian, right? Ben? Wearing the red helmet. Yep, Chicagoland one eight hundred board up. And the reason you guys have seen that is because they're out there and they're helping us out every day. Um, they spend ten years supporting the fire department, and um, and again, you you guys know their name. You guys have seen their logo, and that's because. You know they're doing right by uh, by victims out there. Yep, their victim assistance program, which takes somebody whose house has been damaged by fire or wind or water, they'll take them from the initial damage to the restoration to moving them back into their residence. This is a program that's not just a board up service. Chicagoland one eight hundred board up is more than just a board up company with their victim assistance and over 10 years of supporting the fire service. Pole lines. Pole lines. Yep. Okay. That's it, man. Tell me, take me through it, pal. So we try and we set up, we pull up, yeah. put in pump. Do you, will you guys find like a target or something like that? Yeah, or do you I just mean, do it like, in the bay? We're getting a train tower. Like within the next couple months. No kidding. Yeah, so Dude, I've, been, be I've been working cool. on it for like ten years. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm getting cans delivered next, or actually tomorrow. Oh wow. So I'm getting cans delivered to do it. So it's gonna be huge. But for now, like yeah, prior pumps, to the yeah, tower, we, we pull up stage two at the door. Yeah. You know, and them dudes pull a line, and we just they mask up, bleed it out, push in. Dude, you know? so awesome. we do like fundamentals. How um how will they lead in? They'll lead into the station. Yeah. Okay. If, I mean, if we have to, or we have a forcible entry door, we'll push through that. You sure. Know? Yeah. And we kind of combine like forcible entry and you know like masking up, just fundamentals. Like we just hammer. What's that drill called? When you call up the lieutenant that day, what do you say? Pulling, what are we doing today? We're pulling lines. Yeah, we're pulling lines today. Yeah. You you know the drill. Yeah. Hundred awesome. percent. Joe, okay. you guys got any high rises in Blue Island? Uh, I mean, technically, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, not more than. Five stories. 
you know, but we will do drills like that. But our stuff is bread and butter. Yeah. You know, like house fires, that's where you're going to get the grabs. Sure. That's where you're going to stretch a line. And well, we're going to push in with two guys, and you're going to get in there, and you're going to knock it down. I know that uh, we've, we've told a couple stories where uh, McClement was in them, and you guys had one that was – it was a trailer park, right? Or a, a trailer that had caught fire, right? And, and I think – those guys received some accolades for their their actions at this fire, correct? Uh, John went in through a window. Yeah. Um, the whole crew got got accommodated for that fire. You were you there? Yeah. Uh, walk a, us through that one because I I think that's a especially interesting because that had some unique challenges f- for being a, a like a an actual like. I don't know what do you call those double wides or something. So like it's that. a manufactured home. Joe manufactured referenced home. it as manufactured home, with which is the classier move. That is, yeah. Double wide is my ghetto term. Oh yeah, yeah. right. But so the only home. difference is those are like tin cans, like the trailer. You know, like manufactured home has some more combustibles. You know, yeah. Not to go like, like go structurally. Like, yeah, yeah, like right. it's actually like they deliver it. You know, so I mean, like a trailer is like a car fire. Yeah. You know, so this was like legit. But uh yeah, no, that thing was rocking. Uh it was actually like a dryer fire that got out of control. And so these people went into their room and kinda of their handicap, one of them was, and they were stuck there. Um our guys came in and it was heavy fire, you know, so it goes back to the basics. The guys were just doing muscle memory, dropping the line coming out but uh yeah john went around back so you guys pulled up and yeah yeah so it was it was kind of crazy because we got trained like blue island trains yeah. you know it does the the trains split your town in half at, at some point yeah it's like where it, you can't it, get around yeah so it comes through like three different ways Ugh. you know so like if you get stuck by them you can't get around them. yeah you know that so, sucks yeah so anyways they uh Came in, we had two engines coming in, I think we had five guys, and I was off duty, and I just so happened to be there. You know, so they started dropping a line, heavy fire. Um, John popped in the window, we had another guy come in, advanced past the line, and uh, yeah, they got to him, and we ended up pulling him out, so... So it's, that, it's back to fundamentals, like literally working together and just having a plan. And then it, it, it worked out pretty good. How do you formulate that plan when you get there? Is it a quick talk on the way there as you're pulling up? Hey, this, you're looking out when you can visually see it. Are you like, hey, this trailer's on fire. This is what we're going to do. You know, John, you go here, you do this, you do that. Or is I that really already set up? Yeah, I don't think you formulate a plan like on the spot, yeah. to be honest. You know, it's like you train, and then when you catch it, you're going to do what you train for. That's okay. what I really think. You so know? you didn't even have to say anything to anybody. No, we didn't talk. You just, everybody knew what their job yeah. was, and it was just go time, right, when yeah. you pull up. Because everybody can look out that window and see that this thing's going. It was bad, bad. Like, no joke. Like, I, I didn't think it was a viable rescue. Yeah, but this handicapped person had no other means of egress but to be carried out by... Yeah. by yeah. And I don't want to go, like, super deep in detail on it, but, sure. I, like, there was two people stuck, you know, and it was heavy fire. Yeah. You know, so we pushed really hard. It I, And like, on a building like this, I mean, what is it, fucking 300 square one by, feet? 
No, it was it was a thousand square feet. Oh, was it? So that's why I'm saying like manufacturer home sure. compared yeah. to trailer. Like is a so like a double wide. Yeah, you know, but manufacturer. So it's one by ones. Right. Um, I mean, not not heavy construction whatsoever. Are those aluminum? Stud? Those are aluminum studs in those manufacturer homes. No, right? it's wood. Oh, really? Yeah, wood. Huh. I think it's two by four outside walls. Okay. So it's like so it's the stuff you see moving. It's on like a truck. frame almost yeah, at this so point, right? You ever seen a house move on a truck? Like it's got uh, oh, yeah. half the house. That's what it was. Manufacturer. Okay. Yeah. So it was rocking though. Like yeah. it's almost not viable. And they were at the sea of the fire. What what started that fire? Uh, dryer as far oh, as Oh yeah, know. that's right. Yeah. The dryer, yeah. Yeah. So it chased them back there. Um, not to get into too much detail, but you know, two people end up trapped. And that, so there was wound up being two rescues? Yeah, there's two rescues. Nice. So how'd they grab them? Uh, Can you talk about that? Or? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. so we we ended up pushing into the seat of the fire because yeah. that's... With a line or without? Yeah, with. Okay. So we knew where they were at because uh, cops had said they had heard them. Sorry. Okay. Um, and so we had a general idea, but it was at the seat of the fire. And it was rocking through the roof, you know? So we so I grabbed actually a probie and we pushed in and we pretty much set up like a stand pipe in the middle of the fire. We just put it up over our head. Yeah. Hit it. I mean, water. Like can, a sprinkler. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, water puts out fire, you yeah. know? So we just hit it hard. And one of our guys leapfrog us, you know, through the, the sea of the fire. Yeah. Get towards them. John jumped in through the window and they located him and we're just hitting the fire, you know? Dude. Just, I mean, like blitzed it. That's yeah. all you can do. I was going to you know? say, and that's all it was. It was like, what do they call it? Transitional attack almost? Like, I mean. We pushed in flowing water. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's what it was. You know, I mean, and water, if you open that pipe, and this, this is the only thing I say, like junior guys, if you're screwed, open the pipe. Yeah. You know, <laughs> for real. Like, if you open that pipe. That'll solve most of your problems. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, these guys pencil shit. You know, it's like, if you open that pipe, shit is going to get better. Right. You know, so I'm grabbing these dudes. I'm like, open that pipe, you know. So it's pretty, it's one of the most intense things I've ever done, yeah. you know. So we grabbed that, that, them. That fire? Yeah, I think. Oh, oh, shit, really? For the record, like to this day, it's probably one of the craziest things ever. I thought one of our, I don't want to get too crazy with it, but like the guy that leapfrogged me, I could not contact him. And he went into the sea of the fire. Like I was about to pop him in. Yeah, ran past the, jumped over you. Yeah. Ran right through the fire, no, more he, or less. He was sucking floor, yeah, hundred percent. Sure, but like you know, past the sea of the fire, through he was in the, the, sea of the fire. area of the fire. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and um, I, was about, I was about to pop him a Were you? Yeah, so just because no no uh, communication. Yeah, I was calling him. He wasn't answering. I'm like, and so he made the grab, jump through the window to get out. No, so John came in. So here's. The house, you know, like yeah. you're coming through the seat. John comes in through. Here, Joy, get into the microphone a little yeah. bit. Oh, sorry. That's right. Sorry. Yeah, no. So John did, jumped in through the west window. Yeah. We came in through like the southeast. So they met up at the Sea of the Fire. Oh, to okay. Grab, to, you know? to work the rescue yeah. together. I yeah. gotcha. Okay. Dude. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty intense. Yeah, and like it's a lot of moving past the fire. To make the grab, he's relying on you guys to give it a good knock so he can come back out, yeah. right? Yeah, we were that's the only it. way out, right? Uh, we we had another way out, but he had to pass it to get to them. Okay, so they they were in the sea of the fire. The Damn. fire had already penetrated their room. They had retreated to a bathroom. It, it was bad. Yeah, it was worst case scenario. 
for them, you know. Yeah. And again, like that's a lot of that's a labor intensive operation and that's a multifaceted operation with would you feel comfortable telling us how many guys worked that fire? Initially six. And I was off duty. Like I dropped my kids off at the roller rink and I stopped by to like drop off a helmet shield for real. Yeah. And then it toned out. I thought it was a dryer fire. I'm like, I don't even know if I should go. I'll jump on. Yeah. No, I jumped in the buggy. Yeah, did you? Yeah. So it was, it was wild. It was wild. But them dudes, like our guys, like, I mean, they're always come through, man. Like, yeah. I literally, like, I, it sounds like I'm exaggerating, but these guys are solid dudes. Well, I mean, they're a, a product of your department. You yeah. know, and if you guys have pride and you guys are out there training and you got good leadership, I mean, that. That's what's going to happen. You're going to have guys who know what they're doing. You don't have to tell them what to do. You're not out there micromanaging them. You're you're in there, and everybody's doing their thing, relying on the other person to do do their job. Yeah, hundred percent. That that that's what it boils down to. And you keep you know reiterating the fact that it goes back to basics and your bread and butter stuff. Doesn't get more bread and butter than having a responsibility doing your job because somebody may be pushing past pushing past you, hoping that you're going to get your job done, right? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. the do online, it was his second fire ever. No shit. Yeah. Wow. So he's he, he's, he's, it's a second fire ever, and the guy with time on the job is saying that that was one of the most fucking shittiest right, fires that, that he's been through. Fire, yeah. 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 Um, so coming up, through, coming up through the ranks, Joe, or not coming up through the ranks, but like earlier on in your career, I know we spoke about, you know, you had some, some pretty badass guys coming on or some pretty badass old timers that were there yeah. as you were coming on. Um, care to, I mean, do you remember any of the, the early fires that you had with these guys or just like, yeah. Yeah. Any of that stuff or. I mean, those guys in general, they're just hard dudes, man. Yeah. You know, it's just like they ran four man shifts at two houses as normal, you yeah. know, like, so they ran the one man engine, you know, one the, man truck. Yeah. Yeah, for real. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, if if you don't think it's going to get anybody in, because this was a while ago, so I can't imagine that any of the current administration is still around for when. I mean, it, it it's something that a lot of people know about the one man one truck video, and it's just an example of um, how. Doing more people with do, less. Yeah, doing yeah. more with less. Yeah. And explain to people how that played out, that video. So what, what is the one Did you find that video man? or no? no? I was trying to look for it. I couldn't find oh, it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So what, can, we, can we describe what the one man, one truck video is? Yeah, so Blue Island being divided by trains. Yeah. Like, it just happens, you know. So, like, our lack of manpower, uh, that's used in training, I think, like, quite a few times. So we had a guy roll out by himself in an engine just so happens to land at a fire by himself, you know? Like, so everybody else is trained, separated. Yeah. So he puts in a pump, pulls the line, stretches the line to the door, goes back, charges the line, and goes and pushes it, you know? (laughs) Just crazy, you know? Well, if correct me if I'm wrong, but it's been a while since I've seen the video, but this guy gets out, and he's by himself, and he's doing a size-up. He does like a, a walk around yeah. on his own. He's walking around and he finds fire and then he goes back and then he stretches the line, right? Oh yeah. And that how it plays out. Yeah. And it's like you're, you're watching this and it's just somebody with a, like, I don't know. A, a, 
I don't even know if it was cell phone or a VHS camera it's or VHS. something like that. Yeah, it's definitely it, like an oh yeah, it's a oh, fucking yeah. camcorder. It, it, I think it, it's like two thousand. It's grainy, maybe two thousand one. Grainy, really? Yeah, yeah. It, it's cool. And and this person's following him as he does this. It's like it, a, it's, it's like a, a neighbor video. or something like yeah. that. Yeah, it's a neighbor for sure. Come it's on. it's a great video. Yeah, dude. And but, so and there's no pack. Like <laughs> this dude doesn't pack up. Well, you know? I mean. I, <laughs> Re- relative to everything that's going on. I mean, it's not. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> Least they're concerned. Yeah. Dude. So. Um, so somebody records this and, and a video gets made of this or it's just a video that's out. There? Like, uh, So somebody posted it somehow, but it's made it pretty viral. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What's the. Um, is there. Is there. Uh, like a narrator to it or, or is somebody. Oh, it's like it's talk- literally it's just, just, just a, a quick video. situation. Okay. Yeah. It's just a home video. Oh, this guy. To, I can't believe I've seen it. It's, it's good. Because we're, we're going to. We're going to get it. We'll post it. Yeah. And. Because uh, it's out there. It's been out there for years. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. It's been out there for years. But it's really. It, especially where I'm from, a bigger department, it's hard for me to wrap my brain around the fact that one guy would show up in an engine. Right. But. And fight the fire. Right. Or and charge a line and fight the fire. <laughs> and pump. And pump. This yeah. is where I have to do my disclaimer. Yeah. We have come light years yeah. from where right. we were at. You know, like these cowboy stories I'm talking, like most of them, like we have improved like greatly. Well, you know, but, it's, I'm, like it's awesome. But you can't appreciate how far you've come 100%. until you look back and be like, we yeah. had yeah. one guy show up to a fire with an engine. And that it's a testament to... Yeah, I mean, thinking of your he wasn't being an asshole. He was he was trying to do the best with what he had, you Hard. know, and that's yeah. what yeah. we can all. I, I'm I think that we can all appreciate that. Yeah, but I mean, it it's also shows what one guy can do. Yeah, by himself. Yeah. So with the proper manpower, now you can make a grab. Now you you can fight two actually. fires like that now. <laughs> Three. <laughs> Three even. <laughs> Dude, so um care to speak his name or no? Who's that? Oh, the, the lieutenant? Yeah. Kaliski, man. Because he was a badass, right? Was he? Badass ass dude I ever yeah. met. So what 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 made him a bad was he so he was a lieutenant when he got on? Yeah. So am I Did lieutenant. you work for him? I worked with him, yeah. Yeah. Who so was under this him? guy? Uh, just a bad dude, man. Yeah. Yeah. So I all right, so I'm at the little humble here. Yeah. But I push into a fire up on an apartment, and I'm like, man, I'm stuck. You know, he came in as a couch on fire. He uh-huh. like stood up and flipped it over. I'm like, holy shit, man! I'm like, I'm like in the best shape of my life. This dude's like 50. <laughs> and they took and just, the pipe. And they took the pipe from the him. Did he? <laughs> yeah, and he knocked down everything that mattered, and he's like, here you go. Yeah. I'm like, oh shit, he was just here flexing. we go. He was flexing on you. Badass dude, yeah. man, solid. It dude. was a show of dominance. Yeah, he was a tanker <laughs> back in Germany. You know, like oh really? For not like Germany, like World War Two. Oh, okay. <laughs> but like Soviet Union Germany, like post oh. up next, bad dude. Jesus, yeah. one of the couple dudes I have major respect for. Yeah, awesome officer, man. Dude, so what was? How much time did you have in that job at that point? Three years. Oh yeah. Yeah, nothing. So he's he's one of your like influences, and he's somebody who you really looked up to in the fire service. Go back and I mean, if you even want to go back to your military days, what were the the, the guys who really like? What made them such great leaders? Yeah. To you? What was the qualities of these guys? Yeah. What well, what made them great? So I'm actually going to hit on this. Uh, so first Sergeant Merck, yeah, killed in 08 in Afghanistan, but he was uh. My platoon sergeant in Iraq, solid dude. 
you know, back like Kaliski, just solid dude, just real guy. Like you could always rely on this guy. Yeah, just I mean, real. <laughs> Hammered the fundamentals, like he like trained you how to do your job. You know, so like that's all I emulate. You know, like I always tell guys, I'm like, I don't make nothing up. You know what I mean? Like everything I do is based off a guy I knew. Yeah. That was a bad motherfucker. You know? Yeah. So Burke and Kaliski was about the two dudes in my career that I go back to, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but like what Vince is saying, like what made them, what was the qualities about these guys that like... They're just real. You know, yeah. go to bat for you, you know, uh, take care of you. Yeah. And train the fundamentals, you know? Take you as a dumb dude you are and tell you I'd do it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's it, man. Were these lead from the front guys? 100%. Yeah. Every time. You know, like they go to bat with big officers, big, oh, I can't hear you on the radio. <laughs> and then squash them, you know. Yeah. <laughs> You know, like go to bat every time. Yeah. You know, so I, that's what I try to do. Yeah. We've covered it so much here. Yeah. And I want to give you an opportunity here if you want to talk about anything that we missed. Because um, we're, we're rolling on here to almost two hours. So I want you to, if there's anything you want to talk about, anything you want to, like, you know, now that you're a chief officer, what can you tell these young guys out there um, from, you know, mistakes that you made maybe in the past or just from what you're seeing as a battalion chief out there? I mean, really the only thing I say is hammer the fundamentals, man. Yeah. You know, like. That's a common up. theme with you. That's it. And, and, and I know there's a lot of special league guys. That's not me. You <laughs> know, like know how to put your pack on. Know how to mask up. That's it. Pull a line. If you know how to do that when shit gets bad. You know, like you're going to have 90% of it done already. Yeah. That's it, man. All right. Well, Corey, uh, you got anything to ask here, uh, <laughs> Chief Olson? I don't even like that, but okay. Oh, I do. Yeah. No, <laughs> we'll let it extend to his military career. How about that? Oh, that's a that's nice. That, that, we, may, we may dive into something there. Yeah. Dig uh-huh. something up from the past. I already went deeper than I ever have, so. <laughs> That was no, So, um, you guys want to hear th- one of the three guys I fought naked? Yep. <laughs> yep. Forget everything I just God said. Goddamn right, Joey. You're right, I do. So obviously, you didn't. I mean, from a guy who has gotten into a fight, as though the shirt, the the shirt's the first thing you lose, right? I mean, we can all agree. Right, you get I like no where fight. You're going with this. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> so just just being kind of a scrappy dude growing up, like you, you get into a fight, the the shirt's the first thing that falls off. It just it gets torn in half. Whatever happens, you, you lose the shirt. But what you're saying is, in this naked fight, you guys started off naked, right? No, I wasn't naked. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. No. Yeah. Go ahead. So spring us into it. No, I, I I will tell you the best fight I've ever been in. Yeah? If you want to hear it. Uh, Fuck yeah, we do. Goddamn right I do. All right, so let's go back to the Marine Corps. It's actually boot camp. Sure, yeah. So we're in a hard man platoons, okay? Mm-hmm. And so they tell me, and this goes back to me just being a good soldier. You know, you tell right. me what to do, I'm just going to do I'm it. I'm just going to do it. Yes, sir. Like, Give I me don't, a salute. I don't need a reason why. So I say, hey, if anybody breaks through your ranks, you have to fight them. I'm like, that sounds pretty easy. So, like, that means if they go through your platoon, yeah, 
you have to fight them. I'm like, all right, check. No problem. <laughs> now, Giddy is up. it the whole platoon or just the front? Anybody in the platoon. If he just breaks the rank. To 100 people, if anybody cuts through it, they told me, you got to fight them. It's going down. Yeah. yeah. So you're not like, supposed to break those ranks. Yeah. So I'm like, check. All right. Cool. Yeah. So they told me it's early on, you know. <laughs> so we're lining up for Chow one day. And Chow's a big deal when you got 100 dudes, you uh-huh. know. So they my platoon. Uh, my drill instructor starts marching us, and the other drill instructor got pissed because we weren't lined up yet, you know. Yeah. And so, 100 dudes in front of 100 dudes is a long time, it's gonna be a thing, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, he turns his platoon, you can do commands like left oblique, mm-hmm. and they all turn. And so, these dudes are turned towards us, and I'm like, oh, shit. you know, they're it's getting close, down. yeah. And I'm short, you know, I are you big, du- well, like relative to the guys that you're with, yeah, yeah. The, the Marine Corps dudes, like, I'm a skinny, small. Dude, you know yeah. what I mean? So I'm towards the back. It's by height. You okay. Know? So I'm 150 pounds in the back, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> so these dudes are turning, and I'm like, oh, man, this is getting pretty hairy, you know? And so they're like two feet away from us. I'm like, all right, we're fighting. Yep, here we go. So I bust out. This is what we trained for. <laughs> bust out a haymaker, this guy. Boom, KO. Uh-huh. Oh, him. yeah? I dropped him? Yeah. But I mean, it's a cheap shot. Yeah. You know, like I caught him in the side of the head. Sure, you know? yeah. So I grab another dude, and I'm thinking everybody's going to fight with me. That's what I'm thinking in my head. Yeah, like they're breaking rank. We're fighting. Right. Hunter guys. This is the beginning no. of a long fucking problem. Yeah. I get my ass kicked. <laughs> yeah. So I grab this dude, and I, all of a sudden I'm getting my ass kicked. You know, I'm laying on the ground. Everybody's kicking me in the face, and I'm just, like, kicking people in the face that are trying to get me. And it, it's pretty rowdy. <laughs> you know, so it, it's going on for a little bit. I'm like, I still got this guy, and I'm choking him out. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, all of a sudden, I'm kicking people in the face. They're trying to get me. And all of a sudden, I see that smoky bear. You know, like drill instructor hat. Yeah. The campaign cover. Yeah. So I try to kick that dude in the face before I know what it is. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> not the move, probably, right? So it's it's not a drill instructor. It's a company gunny. Oh, boy. So, like, he's in charge of a lot of people. Yeah. You know? So he snatches me up. Boom. Grabs me. And I'm like, I He pulls you out like you're an apple in the fucking barrel. I I knew I messed up, you know. What oh, I mean? yeah. So I dropped this dude. I don't know if he's choked out, but I'm like, all right, I just got my ass kicked, uh-huh. and now this dude's grabbing me. So he brings me that to down to the company office. He's like, "We're gonna fail you out of boot camp." I'm like, "Dude, I'm catching a felony, but like, twelve weeks out of thirteen weeks, you know, I'm almost done, you know." Oof. So I'm sitting there sweating, you know, and my drill instructors come there, and like, they're never cool, you know, like. They're not going to say good job. Right, right. <laughs> but they knew I, like, slayed people. You know? <laughs> but they you were following But orders. they still couldn't get rid of the commendations that I'd given myself, you know? Yeah, so, like, they're talking, and I'm, like, sweating. I'm, like, dude, if I even get dropped back, like, a week, it's another week in boot camp, you know? And so, eventually, my drill instructors grab me. We go back, and they never said nothing. Just put me back in the really? population. Everything went on, and I'm, like, Never a good job, nothing. Did the, a, did the rest of your platoon come to bat for you? Uh, yeah, they knew I threw down. Yeah, yeah. I but, mean, it's a hundred dudes, you know. I mean, these are but, tough dudes. But where were they when you were? They came in, but they hesitated one second, and I was already in oh, the group. You that know was enough. I mean? to... Those dudes, if you break rank, they're gonna beat your ass just the same. You know. Yeah. Mm. So it's it's the rowdiest fight I've ever been in. Most of ever been kicked in the face. You know. God bless you. God bless you, Chief Olson. And, that, <laughs> and this is what you're from. The, this is what we call leading from the front. God Vince. bless you. Yeah, <laughs> best five ever, man. <laughs> Do we talk about your brother? Do we talk about your brother? Oh, I don't know, man. No, 
It's only that was the K- fight. That no, was the adult only, fight. It's only KO I ever got. He got me. <laughs> That's why I stopped fighting. Yeah? Yeah. Your brother? Yeah, he got me. All right, let's hear that this fucking story. So oh, so man, this, this is getting dirty. This so Vince, I don't have to tell you. This is what good storytellers do, right? They did the opening. Well, obviously. <laughs> but like they did the soft opening, okay, alluded to mm-hmm. the end. Mm-hmm. And here we are. All right. Well, um, well okay. So before we get into this, real quick, I before I got distracted earlier, um, <laughs> my my only job on this podcast is to ask the guest who is likely a fireman what is the best ball buster story that you have on yourself nope at the firehouse the best prank you've seen the yeah best. but we oh. said we'd extend it to his military career right so which also what, what prank Best stands out to you. I, I think we should hit my brother, man. It's the most humbling thing that's ever happened to me. All right, yeah. let's have I it. mean, we'll hit it, but let's like, is it. that yeah. a prank or is that a? No, it's humbling, man. Okay. All right, let's, All right, let's hear. It. Let's yeah, use let's that one. It's way better. All right, yeah. Joey. So, besides how many adult fights have you been ever right. been in? I always said I've never lost a fight in my day. Yeah, today might be the day, but I doubt it. You know, like when people talk <laughs> shit to me. Like, it's just something I say. That's how it goes down. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, if it's you like really... It's like that scene in Pulp Fiction where he reads out that Bible. I, I, I literally made it up, and I'm like, if you want to fight me, I'm like, I've never lost. <laughs> you know, I'm like, we could try it. I'm a small dude. Sure. Yeah. You right. know, so I was telling my neighbor this the same day. I'm like, dude, I've never lost a fight day in my life, you know? So he mm. leaves. Yeah. Me and my brother... How old are you? What's that? How old are you? That's like two years ago. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> If that, great. Yeah. No, no. Okay. This is a, this is adult this Joe is a Olson. recent story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I pay a mortgage at this point in my life. I have four kids, right. and they're there. Four kids. Oh, God. yeah, yeah. They're there. You uh-huh. know. So I'm telling them this. I'm like, yeah, you know, I never lost a fight. Day might be the day, but I doubt it. Now I tell everybody that. So he leaves. Five minutes later, I'll make a long story short. Uh-huh. My brother KOs me. Does he just walk up to you and punch you in no, the face? No, it's, it's a long story. <laughs> okay. I won't get in the whole thing. But That's he exactly took my, what we're doing. Is so I thought he pushed me down. Uh-huh. And I stood up. I you saw guys him. just tussling. Yeah. I, that's what I thought. Sure. Oh, I yeah. A, I see a bunch of blood. Oh, and I'm no. like, this isn't good. I look up, see my wife, and she looks scared. I'm like, this definitely is not good. When is it? This is just like Tuesday? What is What happened? No, it's probably Wednesday. Yeah, well, right. But it's just like a, a regular day. It's yeah, not normal okay. family right. Olsen party. It's, oh, okay, it's sure. It's not Thanksgiving. Dude, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we swung it out, yeah. you know, and I lost. But I didn't know I got smoked. So I go up in the bathroom. I'm looking in the mirror. My nose is flat. Oh, really? Side, like hockey flat. Oof. So I'm like, all right, I got to push this back. First Obviously. thought, I'm like, boom, push it back. All of a sudden, pouring blood. So I ended up having like reconstructive surgery. Oh dang! Really? Yeah. So was, he got you that good. Yeah. So it's uh, first. Is your brother uh, like bigger than you? Like yeah, he's like six foot six. Jesus jacked. Christ! Like he's an Olympian. No, no, he's <laughs> the same size as me. Dude. He got me. <laughs> he just had your number, yeah, dude. So like, again, I don't want to like talk about myself, but like this was like when when my old man was still around. And this sounds like this kind of story is like when my old man was so around, like we would do like the, the Thanksgiving um, dinner, we would do this. And like literally everyone, every, every party that we'd have, like me and my brother, my brother's like a year and a half younger than me, literally 
Thanksgiving, Christmas, whatever it was, like he'd make a comment, I'd make a comment, yeah. comment and come back. And then all of a sudden, like we're on the ground, same thing. And like, I'm a fucking, I, I'm paying a mortgage at this point, <laughs> And like, I'm like getting to a fucking physical thing, but like, it's just something, I don't know, like some, at least me, like growing up, like as a guy, like you just had to like have that fight. And then like at the end, it was like, it was like, all right, man, you, you good? You good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's go back to lunch. You know, like, and yeah. it was like, and it was always cool afterwards, but like you had to do it. Like it was like, it was going to go down no matter what happened. And like, well, so, you never know who's going to punch your ticket. Never knowing you that it's going to be man. your brother. Right. Yeah. You right. Get you, know? you really do. Yeah. Like you never know who's going to punch your Dude, ticket. Dude, I probably, I probably outweigh my out. I mean, and I know for a fact, my brother doesn't listen to this, but like, <laughs> I probably outweigh my brother probably probably 60 pounds and like we're probably 500 for fights i mean he'll <laughs> he'll get me here like and again anybody who's actually gotten to a fight like you don't always have to be the biggest guy in the room doesn't always take it you know like it could be that cheap I'm shot done right yeah no me too i'm done i mean i got i got children i can't be doing so the, like the will county sheriff's day come there oh obviously somebody, the will county somebody sheriff called and at first I'm like no it's just me and my brother yeah you know and they're like all right where's he at i'm like I fell down the stairs. <laughs> I'm just, and they're I'm staring just so at me. I'm clumsy like, sometimes. I'm, I'm like, no, I fu-, and I'm like sitting there busted. Dude. Like, I like bone through my nose. Like I'm busted. Yeah, you got a tampon hanging out of your nose. Yeah. You're like, just do I'm it. like, no, I'm just a better wife. <laughs> I'm just, I, I just get so clumsy sometimes. I don't know. Like, I don't know. dude, so what I was, made and what was the lesson, Joe? <laughs> Go and get the cheap shot. Oh, yeah. God bless you. Well, <laughs> What do you say, Corey? On that note, that's a good. That's a good. That's a good. That's, that's a good, good punch out story, yeah. right? Yeah, <laughs> we'll punch out with the punch out. Yeah, uh, Chief, thank you so much for being here, Joe. Thank you. It very was much, amazing. Sir. Cheers to you. Oh. Well, before we cheers, we probably should put a little bit of bourbon in that glass. I mean, the guy's a gentleman. Obviously, he is a gentleman. Yeah. yeah. Here. <laughs> here, why don't you? Okay. You yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do this. You know, we're not a bunch of hillbillies here, Corey. No, Come yeah, on, you're right. You're right. We're Adults. Classy um, gentlemen. Oh, you know what? I'll tell you what. Before we go, any before go, give you a DUI. Um, any, uh, <laughs> dude, any uh, anything we could punch out with from uh, from D Day? That'd be a good closer to this, right? Oh man, oh, man. that's that's pretty deep. That yeah. is pretty deep. Nah, way too deep for what we're doing here. Yeah, but uh, why don't we just do this? Yeah, Joey. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks. Appreciate you actually caving in. And coming on, Corey, we're, we're waiting on you. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> you texting your girlfriend. All right. All right. With that, that was Chicago's Bravest Stories. The opinions and views are that of Chicago's bravest stories and their guests. They do not necessarily reflect the views of any municipal governments, fire protection districts, fire departments, EMS, or law enforcement organizations.